Welcome to the Play Piano by Ear podcast. My name is Morgan and today is a really special episode because I'm here at the keyboard and I'm going to be using examples from the piano as I record this podcast episode. This has been something that a few of you have reached out and requested that I do more episodes where I'm actually at the piano. And that way you can hear the chord progressions that I talk about and everything that I'm talking about, I'm going to be playing as we go. So that way you'll be able to follow along musically as well as receiving all the information that we're going to talk about. So this episode is going to be about how to play any song by ear in any key on the piano, just to sit down and be able to play it. Um, Before we get started, I was sitting here before recording this episode and I was just praying about the episode and a thought popped into my mind. Why not just include the prayer on the podcast? So I'm going to pray and then we will get rolling. So dear Lord, I'm just so thankful for this day. I'm thankful for the opportunity to learn more about who you are and just to experience your glory and majesty as we play piano. I pray that every listener today would get a glimpse of the mighty God that you are, and the order that you have put into your creation. We give you thanks and praise, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. One reason I wanted to include that prayer in the podcast episode is because the things we're going to cover today are so amazing and intricate with the order and design. There's no way that all of this order and design in piano and in music in general came about by random chance. And we have an amazing God who designed this. So I just wanted to give glory to him before we get started. And here we go. So our first thing with playing piano, playing any song by ear in any key is that there's a certain pattern that is followed. And of course, you've heard me talk about the circle of fifths in other podcast episodes. You've heard me talk about scales in other podcast episodes, but today we're going to tie it all together. So before I get into how we play a song in any key in anywhere on the piano, I'm going to show you what that would mean. So let's say I'm taking the song America the Beautiful, and I'm going to play this song in a few different keys just so you get the idea, like, what even is a key? What does that mean to play? at different keys on the piano. So here's America the Beautiful. Okay, that was one key. Here's another key. Here's another key. the same song but at different places on the piano. You could also think about this as a singer. A lot of times in worship team practice or in any anything that you're singing, the singer will request a certain key, meaning they don't want the song to be too high for them to sing or too low for them to sing. They want it somewhere comfortable <laughs> to sing. So if we were playing it up here, 
pretty high. But if we played it down here, that's a little better, easier to sing, depending on if you're an alto or soprano. So that's the idea of what it means to play a song in a different key. It just means that when the listener hears that song, they're gonna hear it at a certain pitch and the song is either gonna start higher or start lower. So now how to play any song by ear in any key. When you hear a certain melody, you need to know, first of all, what notes that song falls in on the scale. So our scales, our C major scale, is gonna be from C all the way up to the next C. C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C. We could also number the scale as one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then by this point, we're going to have another one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Since it repeats the same notes um, multiple times, we're not gonna keep going with our numbers like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We're just going to give every unique note a unique number. So C is number 1, D is number 2, E is number 3, F is number 4, G is number 5, A is number 6, B is number 7, and then C, now we're back to C, so C is also number 1, but it's just an octave higher. Okay, so now to play America the Beautiful, you need ear training. <laughs> Basically being able to know bum, 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 that this note is number five on the scale. One, two, three, four, five. I'm not going to get into the whole ear training in this episode. I'm just going to assume that we have ear training <laughs> because that would be an entirely different episode to get into. But assuming that we know that this is note number five and that America the Beautiful I think it's America the Beautiful. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies. <laughs> I think it's that song. So assuming that this note is number five and we're in the key of C, we're gonna start with note number five here. One, two, three, four, five. And I'm gonna play this song, just the melody notes. I'm gonna tell you the notes that I'm playing. And then I'm gonna play the exact same thing. But instead of telling you the notes, I'm gonna tell you the number of the scale, all right? So here's our notes. G, G, E, E, G, G, D, D, E, F, G, A, B, G. All right, so now I'm gonna tell you the number. Five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two, three, four, five, six, seven, five. Okay, now here is how you play that song in any key. You're gonna take those same numbers on that scale. For example, the first set of numbers was five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. You're gonna take those same set of numbers and plug them in to another scale. So we were playing that originally in the C major scale from C to C. Let's say that we want to use a different scale. Let's say we want to use the G major scale in our G major scale, we have G, A, B, C, D, E, F sharp, G. So in our G major scale, we renumber our notes. G is now number one, A is number two, B is number three, C is number four, D is number five, 
E is number six, F sharp is number seven, and now we're back to G, which is number one, just an octave higher. So now, instead of telling you the numbers, I'm just going to play the new notes in the G major scale. I'm gonna tell you the numbers first, and then I'm gonna tell you the note names second. All right, so remember, originally in the C major scale, we had five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. So that's what I'm gonna start on for the numbers in the G major scale. So now here's G. There's our G major scale. Here is number five. Five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. All right, let's keep on going. Three, four, five, six, seven, five. Whoa ho! And it sounds like the same song. You can do this with any scale. Now G is pretty easy because it doesn't have very many sharps or flats. It only has an F sharp. So let's go down to a scale that's just crazy filled with flats or sharps. Let's do the E flat major scale. This is, I, I did play this song in the E flat major scale. This was the last example that I played it in at the very beginning of the podcast episode. So our E flat major scale, we have E flat, F, G, A flat, B flat, C, D, E flat. This is where having your scales memorized is so helpful and you're definitely going to need to know your scales. So number five in our E flat major scale is B flat. So here we go. I'm going to play the numbers first, then I'm going to tell you the note names. Here's our numbers. Five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two, three, four, five, six, seven, five. Sweet. Here's our note names. <laughs> Lots of flats. B flat, B flat, G, G, B flat, B flat, F, F, G, A flat, B flat, C, D, B flat. <laughs> so one thing to know when you are figuring out your song and you're figuring out the numbers of your song and then you're plugging those numbers into a new scale if you're just starting out with this and you're like ah i can't do this in my head i need to see it first that is something i would recommend first figure out the melody in the key of c and you might have to poke around and just try out some different notes but you'll figure out the melody in the key of c write those notes down on a sheet of paper then figure out what numbers those would be and then take those numbers and whatever new scale you want to play your song in your new scale is like the same as your new key whatever new key you want to play your song in write that scale down so let's choose a different scale for example let's say you want to play it in something okay here's a great scale the d major scale a lot of my students love this scale because it's it's a little more challenging than c because it has a couple sharps but it's not too ridiculously challenging it's just the right amount of, of fun slash difficult slash I can do it. <laughs> so here's our D major scale. D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, C sharp, D. We have two sharps. We have F sharp and we have C sharp in this scale. So then you'd write down your whole scale. D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, C sharp, D. And then you'd write down those numbers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then one. And then you would write or you wouldn't have to write down, you could just follow the numbers that you did for your song, our song, America the Beautiful, five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. You could start off with just that, five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. And then play that in your D major scale. All right, so number five is A. So five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. 
Awesome. Now think about the notes that you're playing. You're playing A, A, F sharp, F sharp, A, A, E, E. One thing I want to say is when you are playing your song and you are figuring out these notes, it's so important that when you write out your new scale that you include either the sharps or the flats that are in that scale. And you must make sure that when you're playing that number of the scale, if that number falls on a sharp or a flat note, you have to play the sharp or the flat. Otherwise, the song sounds weird. Um, here's an example. I'm gonna play the same thing again in the D major scale, but instead of playing F sharp, I'm just gonna play the white note F when we get to that note and you're gonna hear how the song sounds wrong. Okay, here we go. A, A, F, F, A, A, E, E. Something just doesn't sound right. So if you're playing your song, you're like, oh, that sounds weird. It could be that you forgot that number three was F sharp or whatever um, scale you're using. So that is so important to keep in mind. Your numbers only work as long as you use the sharp or the flat associated with that scale. Okay, if you're just starting out in this, and if you know all of the scales in the circle of fifths, sweet, awesome. If you only know a few of the scales in the circle of fifths, like let's say you know your C major scale, let's say you know your G major scale, let's say you know the F major scale, and that's it. If you only know two or three scales on the piano, you can still start to apply these concepts. What I would recommend first is to start slow, but to see how many different keys you can play a short melody in. So have the melody be short enough that you can actually practice it. Like I wouldn't write out the whole song of America the Beautiful and play it in every key unless you are pretty confident that you have the uh, bandwidth and the patience to do that. <laughs> Eventually we do want to get to that point. But when you're just starting out, I would recommend taking the first five notes, the first six notes, whatever the first phrase of the song sound is sounds like. So America the Beautiful, oh beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of green. Okay, that could be your first phrase little longer than what we were working on. You could even make it shorter. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, and let it be that. And now, plug that melody into as many scales as you know. So if you know six different scales on the piano, get to the point where you can play that melody in all six different scales. All right, I'm gonna play it for you right now in six different scales. We're gonna start with the F major scale. Our F major scale goes F, G, A, B flat, C, D, E, F. Our numbers, again, are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now we're back to number one, an octave higher. And F is kind of interesting because I can play it down here where it's a little bit lower, or I can play it up here where it's a little higher. I could play it way up here. I could play it way down here. So sometimes when my students are starting out with this, they're like, ah, where do I play it on the piano? And sometimes I just tell them to pick the one closest to the middle. And F is weird because we don't really have a middle chord or a middle scale for this. So you can pick the lower one here or the higher one here or the super high one or really, really high. It doesn't matter which octave you use on the piano. As you play more, you'll figure out which ones are your favorite, and you'll probably just play it at your favorite octave. But just pick any octave. I'm going to do the lower one here, 
just for funsies, and then we'll get started. So five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. Great. That used all white keys. That was just C, C, A, A, C, C, G, G. And um, as you're playing this, side note, random tangent here, the numbers that you're thinking through for the scale, it doesn't really matter which hand you use. You can use your right hand to play the melody. You can use your left hand to play the melody. People typically use their right hand because they're right-handed. And if you use your right hand to work through these exercises, it'll work out nicely because your fingers are numbered. Thumb is number one, and then we have number two, and then three, four, and then pinky is number five. So your finger numbers match the numbers that we're playing. Five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. As long as every finger is on a note on the piano, your finger numbers will match. Uh, if you switch to your left hand, your finger numbers will be completely opposite. So now your pinky's on F, and then finger four is on G, finger three is on A, finger two is on B flat, finger one is on C. Don't get confused with your finger numbers versus the numbers of your scale. In your scale, our scale is still numbered. F as number one, G is number two, A is number three, B flat is number four, C is number five, and then we have D number six, E number seven. So if you're playing with your left hand, Ignore your finger numbers and just think about the numbers on the scale. Okay, so that could be a good challenge. See if you can play it with both hands, with each hand. Okay, we did five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. Awesome. So that was the scale of F. Now let's go to the C major scale. C is right in the middle. I'm going to play five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. Sweet. Okay, now G. I'm going to use the lower G scale right here. G is number one, A is number two, B is number three, C is number four, D is number five. So five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. Sweet. Okay, that was three different scales. We have three more to go. I'm going to play in the key of D. So now D has an F sharp. We have D, E, F sharp, A, uh, G. A, B, C sharp, D. So now number five is A. A, A, F sharp, F sharp, A, A, E, E. Or for our numbers, five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. <laughs> you're going to have those numbers so memorized by the end of this podcast <laughs> episode. You're going to go to the piano and be like, five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. Okay, now our next scale is the A scale. We have A, B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp, G sharp, A. And I'm gonna play the higher one up here. So five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. Great. Now let's do one more scale, the E major scale. We have E, F sharp, G sharp, A, B, C sharp, D sharp, E. Here we go, five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. If you're saying the numbers as you do this, you'll notice that you might start singing the pitch. This is something that's so adorable when I'm teaching really young students that aren't self-conscious. I love teaching young students because they're totally just willing to try anything. And especially when I'm teaching six-year-olds, seven-year-olds, as I'm teaching them how to count the music or to say like one, two, three, four, as they play, they'll end up just singing whatever note they're playing. It's adorable. So back in the key of C, C, D, E, F, G, if I told them, say these numbers five five three three five five two two 
they'd probably do it something like this. Five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two. That just happens without me even telling them <laughs> to sing the pitch. So that's a great way also just to learn how to sing is just, you don't even have to think about say singing what pitch you just have to say something for each pitch so you could say the numbers five five three three five five two two and then your voice can match whatever note you are playing so we just went through and played the same melody on five different scales of the piano yeehaw or six different scales it was six and if you're wondering like oh what are the scales i don't even know what the scales are on the piano. Just Google 12 major scales on the piano. And if you click on um, images, when you Google that, it'll probably pop up all of these sheet music examples. So the notes will be written on the staff. If you can read sheet music, that's great. If you can't, and you, you want to figure out all the scales and write down all the scales, oh boy. This is a random tangent. Um, I'm just going to go here <laughs> just for the sake of this, this episode. Here is the, the long shortcut to figure out any scale on the piano. And it has to do with half steps versus whole steps. So a half step on the piano is going from one note to the next, whether it's a white key or a black key. Here I'm going to play C and then C sharp and then D and then D sharp, E, F, F sharp, G, G sharp, A, A sharp, B, C. So I just went up every single note on the scale uh, or on the piano. Now, to play any major scale, it always follows a certain pattern. So there's always either zero notes in between one note to the next, like E to F, there's no black key in between, so they're right beside each other, or there's gonna be a note in between two notes. So we have C to D, we have this note right here, C sharp, that's right in between these outside notes. So C, C sharp, D. So if you're skipping either a white or a black key, if you're skipping one key, we're going to call that a whole step because we start on C, we go up a half step and then up another half step. So now we have a whole step. So from C to D is a whole step because we're skipping C sharp. From D to E is a whole step because we're skipping D sharp. From E to F is a half step. There's nothing in between there. From F to G, we're skipping F sharp. So that's a whole step. From G to A, we're skipping G sharp. So that's a whole step. From A to B, we're skipping A sharp. So that's a whole step. And then from B to C, there's no note in between those. Um, so that's a half step. So our pattern, we start on C and we take a whole step, whole step, half step. And then whole step, whole step, whole step, half step. That's your pattern. Whole, whole, half, whole, 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 half. Whole, whole, half, whole, 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 half. All right, so you can apply that to anything. So now if we go back and we want to make a scale starting on A, take a whole step from A, we are gonna skip the black key, we're gonna go to B. Now we're gonna take another whole step, we're gonna skip the white C, we're gonna go right to C sharp. Okay, that's our whole step right there. Now our half step goes from C sharp up to D, the black key to the white key because they're right beside each other. Now that was our whole step, whole step, half step. So now we have to do three more whole steps from D to E. That's a whole step because we're skipping D sharp. From E to F sharp, that's a whole step because we're skipping the white key F. Now from F sharp, we need to skip a key. So we're going to skip white G and we're going to play G sharp. And then from G sharp, we need to take a half step. So from G sharp to A, 
there's no key in between, so there's our half step. So here's our first note. We take a whole step, whole step, half step, whole step, whole step, whole step, half step. You can use that pattern to figure out any scale on the piano. All right, now you can write all those scales out. I would recommend writing out the scales, writing out the note names, like A, B, C sharp, D, E, F sharp, G sharp, A. Make yourself a list of all the scales on the piano, and then begin to find the pattern, um, America the Beautiful, play those notes in every single scale. If you're wondering how many scales there are, there are 12 different scales on the piano. So you can begin any scale on either a white key or a black key, and you can start on C. So if we start on C, we have our C major scale. If we start on C sharp, we have our C sharp major scale. We can play the D major scale. We can play the D sharp major scale or the E flat, same thing. E, we have all these scales. Once we play through, for example, C, C sharp, D, E flat, E major, F, F sharp, G, A flat, A major, B flat, B. Once we get back to C up here, that's just an octave higher. We've already done the C major scale. So at that point, we've already done 12 unique scales and then it's just playing the same thing at different octaves. So I hope you learned in this podcast episode that playing any song by ear in any key means that you take the number value of that scale and you just plug those numbers into a new scale. Okay, now this next part of our episode is, I'm, I'm just briefly going to touch the surface of this because I really wanted to put this in this episode, but I feel like there's not enough time to go deep into it. Um, if you just play a single melody song, that's great but it's missing a lot. It's missing the chords. So if you want to fill in your song so it sounds more like this. Oh, then we can fill in the whole entire chord. So now in terms of what chord I'm playing, I'm playing for this song, the C major chord, and I'm playing C, E, and G. Actually, I'm playing G on the bottom and then C, E, G. Those are the notes I'm playing. This is the C major chord with a G echoed for that octave. And then I am going from this chord, that was the same C chord, to this is a new chord, to the G chord, G, B, D, G. So in the key of C, our C chord or our C note is number one. Our G chord or our G note, one, two, three, four, five, is number five. So now instead of just thinking of the numbers, like C is number one, we're gonna think of the chords. So the C chord is also chord number one. Um, our G chord is also chord number five. We can play a chord on any note in our C major scale. That would be playing three notes at the same time and they are spaced out for the C scale, one every other. So C, skip D, E, skip F, G. So now for this song, I was playing the C chord, which is the one chord. And then I was playing the five chord. Okay, 
if we take this, the one chord, and then the five chord, and go pop it over in another key, like let's say we're playing in the key of A. So now A is number one. Now A chord is our number one chord. We're going to go from the one chord to the five chord. So the number one is A, number five is E. We're going to play the A chord underneath all those notes. Then we're going to play the E chord underneath all those notes. A, E. Same type of thing. You're taking your chord and you're figuring out what number that chord falls on the scale. And then you're going to plug that chord in that chord number into your new key. Now, the only thing that makes it weird and a little bit confusing is that your chord is generally going to be held out longer underneath all your individual notes. So, for example, back uh, with our key of C, I could just hold this C chord and then over top of that play. And then when I'm ready to change to the G chord, I could hold the G chord underneath uh, or down here and play our next notes. So you hear how the notes, there's a lot more notes going on, but then there's only one chord. Let me do it hands together so it makes more sense. So here we have. At that point, my chord is held out longer. My left hand's holding that chord as my right hand is playing a lot more notes. Then at this point, you can figure out right where that chord is going to fall, right where the one chord is going to play. It's not going to play on the first note, it's going to play on the second note. second note here, the five chord. Now you can take that same thing and go play that in another key. So our key of A, A was the one chord, E was the five chord. I'm going to do this hands together so you can hear. So my left hand is literally just playing the chords, the one chord and then the five chord. You can do that in any key. The great thing about chord numbers and note numbers is that it's the same thing, except that for the chord, you just stack more notes above that note. So like, let's say we're in the key of A, A is number one. So the note number one is just A, but the chord number one your first note of your chord is A, but then you stack C sharp and E with that. Whatever note is the bottom note of the chord is the uh, name of that chord. So the A chord has A as the bottom note. Okay, then you can take those chord numbers and apply them the same way. So there's all sorts of things going on here. <laughs> you're taking the note numbers and applying the notes to your new key, and then you're taking the entire chord that matches those notes and applying those to your new key as well. I hope this gave you some great, great exercises to get started. If you want to just practice the chords and um, not worry about all the individual notes and putting everything together, you can just go figure out like, hmm, okay, like let's say for the key of F, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one. We have F, G, A, B flat, C, D, E, F. All right, so for F, F is number one, so here's my F chord. You can just hold that chord, and now you can think, hmm, what's note number five? F, G, A, B flat, C. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, C is number five, okay. So I'm gonna play the F chord first, and then I'm gonna go to the C chord. Aha, and then you can just figure out two chords, the one chord 
and then the five chord. And then get comfortable. If you know all 12 scales, see if you can play the one chord of that scale and then play the five chord of that scale. These exercises are so valuable. If you just sit down and practice those two things, finding the one chord and the five chord for your chords and then finding the five, five, three, three, five, five, two, two, those numbers for your right hand, oh, it's going to start getting your... Um, getting your mind to think in terms of patterns at the piano. And this is what I was referring to at the very beginning when I was mentioning that we're going to be covering so many patterns in this episode. And I just wanted to give glory to God because all these patterns that we see cannot be, they didn't come from random chance. We literally see in music that there was a design behind all of this. So this design right here, that you can apply all these numbers into different keys and then you can apply even the chords to the numbers in the different key. That is the design that I was talking about. And that is what I was so excited to share with you today. I hope that you have some great things to go practice at the piano. Hopefully you can go re-listen to this episode at the piano, pause it, and every time I'm playing the different key, see if you can copy that same thing as well. This episode is literally a piano lesson. You can just sit down and have a piano lesson. <laughs> go through it, pause it whenever you need to, listen to it again and again, and this is going to launch you onto your journey of playing piano by ear. All right, have a great day, everybody. Bye.